This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, guys. Okay. (laughs) I had a real pinch me moment. You guys know I get excited for all of my guests. They're all amazing. But today's guest is epic, and most of you probably know her. I have the fabulous Teresa Caputo, who is the Long Island medium. You probably heard of her reality show. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She was born and raised in Hicksville, Long Island. She's been feeling, seeing, and sensing spirits since she was four years old. You guys, I'm sure you know her from Teresa Caputo's live experience, her books, There's More to Life Than Healing Messages, Remarkable Stories, Insight from the Other Side, You Can't Make This Stuff Up, Good Grief, Heal Your Soul, her Good Morning newest release. I mean, this woman is such a gift. And I know so many who are, you know, fans of hers and the media talks about her all the time of how she describes how she receives information and how it's hard for her to put into words because she sees and hears and feels things differently than we do in the physical world. And spirit mostly speaks to her through a sixth sense, a kind of feeling and knowing. And when she gets the information, she says, I feel like a very strong intuition or recall. Spirit uses a vocabulary of signs and symbols that show her during a reading over time, assigned words, phrases, and meanings, certain images that are shown, and then through trial and error, Spirit helps her identify to create an entire vocabulary for her to work with. She translates signs of what feels best and delivers those messages, and she's grateful for her ability that's brought countless people comfort and joy and helped many believe in an afterlife and led others to trust that loved ones are safe and at peace and show them that those souls are guiding, encouraging, and loving them on the other side. And her wish for everyone is that spirit gives them a message that brings them the most peace at that moment. You guys, Teresa Caputo, this episode was amazing. You get to hear, I don't want to spoil it. But you get to hear so much. And I just want to say, I hope you guys love, love, love this episode. I hope it helps and resonates with so many of you. Thank you always so much for your support and your feedback on my show. Please, if you love this episode, take a screenshot, tag Teresa and I so we can share it and we can, you know, see that you're loving it. Leave a review if you haven't left a review yet. They really help the show and also help others find this show. I say this all the time. But seriously, I love this show. I love you all. And I'm so grateful for this space. So thank you. And here is today's show with Teresa Caputo, Long Island Medium. Thanks, guys. And I hope you had a beautiful weekend and happy Easter, happy Passover, happy holidays to all. And we'll talk soon. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I am so, so excited and honored for today's guest. I have the fabulous Teresa Caputo is the Long Island medium. I'm sure you guys maybe have heard of her and her reality show. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She was born and raised in Hicksville, Long Island, and she has two children, Larry, 30, Victoria, 26, and she is a feisty Yorkie named Louie. And you guys, if you know who she is, she is that woman who has been seeing, feeling, and sensing spirit since she was four years old, but it wasn't until her 20s that she learned to communicate with souls in heaven. You guys, she has an incredible gift 
much. I am truly honored to have her here today and have her just share her light, her gift with all of us. Teresa, welcome to my show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. I, I feel like now I, I love myself. Now. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm honored. I am like, when your team reached out to me, I was like, pinch me. Is this really happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing me with your listeners. Yes. Oh my gosh. My listeners are going to go crazy. They're listening and they're going, wait, I know who that is. <laughs> you know, I'm just so excited. There's so much I want to get into, but I told you before we started recording that, you know, I actually have a beautiful story of my aunt and my cousin actually going a few years ago in Arizona to see you at one of your huge thousands of you know, events in a stadium and you called on them because spirit came through and it was actually, you know, her mom, my cousin's grandma, and it was one of the most healing moments for them. And I just wanted to share that again for the audience to hear because oh, what a gift. Yes. And I, and I, and I, I love that you shared that Ellie, because I think a lot, some people might have such a big misconception of what I do, why I do what I do. And, you know, I'm the first one to say that what I do is crazy. There was no way that someone can communicate. <laughs> insane, right? And then there are even those moments where spirit might have me say things and it's like, oh yeah, anyone can say that. Absolutely right. But the thing that is mind blowing, and I think what your family probably experienced was the things that spirit talked about, there was that there's no way that I could find out about. You know, because what I learned, uh, and, and one of the things that I struggled with my gift was who's going to want to come and see a medium and speak to the relatives that have died. I could not understand that for the life of me. And what I learned is that unfortunately, no matter who we lose or how they die, we here in the physical world are left with these negative emotions. Maybe it's a burden, a guilt, a should have, could have, would have, and only if at the end of the day, whatever negative emotion that you're holding on to, it doesn't give you the ability to heal. Right. So I, I, choose to use my gift for healing and that's the experience that i want everyone to have and and i i think that that's the most incredible thing that people do walk away from whether they come to my live show watch long island medium or even listen to my podcast hey spirit they walk away with feeling peaceful i love that because you're right it's like when we when we sit in those emotions right they overtake us I've been there as well and you know and you you lose yourself or at least I did because yeah. you like you said they overtake you and instead of having this piece of like okay they're on the other side they're actually a lot closer than we actually give them credit for and realize and instead of tapping into that we just you know go like so inward to, to like almost a deprecating you know situation at least I did and it was so debilitating and I was just like wow, I, I can't see straight, you know, I just feel dark inside and I can't seem to get my bearings and figure out what I'm supposed to be doing next. And we were left with these holes and, you know, and, and right. just these moments and or ongoing moments of just feeling like, well, now what, you know? And like you said, it's such a gift that you get to connect and actually say, you know, hey, like they're right there. And if you actually tapped yeah. into that, they'd actually be around a lot more. And that was something I learned, that when I opened up to more and I allowed it to come in yeah. and receive, which I'm sure, mm -hmm. like, my cousin and, you know, my aunt experienced when they were sitting there and were open and you felt their spirit right. come in. Right. 
you know, but that's the thing, especially one of my live shows, you know, it's different when you watch it on Long Island Medium, you know, people are coming, but when I do my live shows, I mean, there's thousands of people, but so I let spirit guide me around the space and they'll have me stop in front of someone and just wow. start speaking to them. And it's incredible. It still blows my mind. Like, I'm like, how did I just freaking do that? You know? And I love how people are like, oh, she does this, she does that. And I'm like, I'm so glad you know how I do this I love it. it, it, It's crazy. But the the things that, you know, spirit, you know, that's the other thing that I want people to to know. And, you know, you just mentioned it. I want people to know that they still have that connection with their departed loved one. A soul bond can never and will never be broken. And I want you to know that all those little things going on around you, you know, that remind you of your loved one, or maybe you just think of them, know that that's them. Like, I also say to people, don't make a big deal about it. Embrace it for what it is in that moment. Live and be in that moment and know that they're right beside you, letting you know that they, they're not gone. Yeah, and I love that you said that because I think you're right. Like a lot of us, you know, as humans, we overthink everything, right? We make everything yes. way more complicated than it's supposed to be. Yes. Like that's just what we do. I know I've been so guilty of that for so long. And in yeah. the last few years, I think especially coming into motherhood, I've had that kind of broken from me in the best way possible because I've had, you know, so much of my own challenges and then going through, you know, postpartum depression with my first daughter. It really kind of, I go like, talk about, you know, dark night of the soul. I kind of went yeah. through that like massively. Mm-hmm. And I realized that when I came out of it and I found the way in the tunnel, so much of also like what I had to grieve and let go of and so much that was going on was mm-hmm. what you're speaking of, like, you know, losing someone, not actually dealing with it, kind of pushing it to the side, then continuing on with my life and burying things, but not really dealing with things. And it just kind of all took over when I actually right. had my daughter. And then, you know, fast forward to like a year or so after and finding the light and then the tunnel after postpartum depression, I realized like, wow, I'm now way more open. I don't question when I see a sign right. anymore. It, it's so interesting right. also, because obviously you're a mom. I feel like I had such a spiritual awakening when I became a mom. And then again, when I had my baby girl, Arlie, um, during the pandemic, I felt like I had a whole nother level oh, of a wow. spiritual awakening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting because I just had this conversation with my, my, my friend and manager, Courtney. Um, she just said to me, she goes, Teresa, you're way too hard on yourself. Like, because I, I, I feel like I'm struggling with now, like my daughter's getting married. I'm trying to get back to work and I'm not around so much. And she's like, you're like the most amazing mom. She's like, stop beating yourself up. Like, you know, and we all, and this is why I feel that it's important. Like you talk about what you've gone through. I am so open about everything in my life. I mean, everything that I went through with my relationship with Larry, my children, my big thing now that I talk about is the menopause <laughs> because there are things that we all go through. And I think what we've learned and the first step in a lot of this is saying to ourselves, you know what? Everyone goes through it. We're right. not alone. Right. Everyone goes and, through it. We're not alone. Yeah. Exactly. Not alone. And, and you know what? What I've also learned is like, it's okay not to be okay. Yes. Thank you have for saying moment, that. Yes. Have that moment of like, you know what? I'm having a really crummy day right now, or I'm not feeling in the best of moods, or I'm not, uh, I'm not, a, I'm in a crummy mood. Like it's okay. Right. Just don't stay in, in that. And you know, you talked about, you know, um, grieving and that was also something that, um, also prior to the pandemic, I wrote a, a book called good morning. It came out during the pandemic. Oh. Um, and it, it's, a uh, good M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And what it talks about is a loss is a loss. And it talks about all these things that we lose that we don't grieve. And that's why sometimes when we also lose a loved one, everything comes to a head and then it just explodes. Like I wrote about uh, 
that we have to grieve and mourn the loss of a, of a friendship, maybe losing an argument, health, a job, finances, a home. And these are all things that we've all gone through during this pandemic. So a lot of times the loss and grieving and mourning isn't always about the loss of a loved one. Oh, wow. I love that you said that because you're right. It's like, we of course know that's a major mourning and what we mm-hmm. go through, but there are so much, and you're right, during the pandemic, we all lost so much, whether it be an actual yep. loved one, actually our jobs, our actual way of life. I mean, there were so many different changes in our lives yep. that there really was, you're right, there really was like a morning. And I feel like we're all still kind of going through that because we're still figuring yep. out how to manage everything and, and what everything is and what just happened. And it's so, but do you feel, I'm curious, you know, you bringing that up, um, do you feel like in a sense it's been an awakening as well for humanity? Like there's been a lot of things that have come into play for a reason? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a huge believer in things happen for a reason. Um, I think that I try to also look at things in a way of that things don't happen to me, they happen for me. So even if you want to use this pandemic, I always try to find a silver lining. What what could I find out of, out of that? What could I take positive from this horrible situation, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't even know what else to say. Um, so I tried to take everything that was positive from that, and I let go of all the negative things that served me no purpose, things that I didn't have control over. I think that was my biggest message to um, my followers and just people in, in my life is, listen, let's just focus on the things we have control over. The things that we don't, we can't hold on to. There is nothing we can do about it. We're not, it, we, we can't control anyone, anything, especially a virus, we can't control that. We can only take responsibility for our actions and choices and, and be good people. So so true. And you right. And I think it's kind of like I've learned during this time, like you really aren't in control at all. It really is God and the yeah. universe and everything else. Like we thought we were in control, but clearly we were just shown we're not. <laughs> right. And, and I think I've known that because of with my gift, like I, I it is not up to me on who comes through what a soul says, what they don't say, who gets spoken to. So I, I already, I had to release all that control a long time ago when I, when I accepted my gift, you know? Wow. Yeah. So true. That's right. Because yeah, because it just comes to you, right? They, they, all these spirits just come through. Right. And it started at such a young age for you. What was that like? Like, did you did you know, you know, obviously you were, what, four? Like, did you I, know yeah. that it was really, like, no. spirit? I mean. <laughs> no, like, and this is one of the things that I share with everyone, too, is that don't take anything for granted. Don't take things that this is what everyone experiences. Because I thought seeing people in a room then there was no one else there or there was you've heard voices and no one else was in the room but yourself to me that was normal i thought everyone sensed and felt the things that i was sensing and feeling mm. and it wasn't i didn't discover that until later in my 20s that no people aren't seeing i mean i, I remember saying to my babysitter didn't you see the woman walk past the tv <laughs> clearly never saw that babysitter again <laughs> But I, I, I can distinct remember certain things and just feelings. And for me, a lot of it is just a feeling and a knowing. So mm. I also feel uh, people's emotions and I just sense things that just really aren't, that no one can really see. Wow. So how did you, I guess, you know, when you started realizing it really was spirit, there was so much that wasn't actually, you know, you, it was coming to you. It was part of your right. gift. How did you tap into that? Like, how did that all 
begin Always. because I mean, you know, you're obviously now a super well-known, you know, you know, Long Island medium have a show, now have a podcast, written a book. I mean, you've done so many things now down the road in all these live events, but obviously in the beginning it wasn't that way. Like how did you so tap hard. into that? So it, it, it was years. Um, I, I struggled, like I told you before, with my gift for many different reasons. Um, I couldn't understand why and, and who's going to want to come and see someone. But navigating through my gift, trying to understand what was happening, I would go to these spiritual awareness classes where I felt that was a safe place for me to channel spirit. So, And then I would see on how it changed people's lives, mm. how people would come back the next week and say what you said I feel so much lighter. I don't feel that burden. I can sleep at night. I feel the will to live again. You know, there. Are, I don't think people realize um, how much people really do struggle after the loss of a loved one. And I, I think this is also why I, of course, I've lost people in my life. But um, some of these tragedies and what people go through, uh, channeling young people that lost their children, parents aren't supposed to bury their children. Um, people that even have miscarriages or maybe they, they had a termination and they struggle with that and they're not the same after that. To be able to receive messages from a soul so they can live their life in a positive way. That's why I do what I do. Wow. They don't want us to suffer. They see what we're left with here. And right. the moment sometimes, Allie, when a soul comes forward and apologizes for the way that they treated someone here in the physical world, to me, is so powerful. Wow. So powerful. And so many do come to you then, not just, of course, because they miss a loved one and they want to connect with a loved one, but because they actually realize, like, I have something to say or I yeah. have to, like you said, share a message of... Um, you know, apologizing for what has happened yeah. and move forward. Wow, how yeah. powerful! Powerful, like you would not believe. I, I just got the chills just saying. Yeah, see, I got, I got tingles <laughs> as you're talking about it because I'm like, wow, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think people, you know, I and I say to people all the time, I'm like, you're gonna witness these readings, right? You're gonna witness them firsthand and see the connection. But I can guarantee you, they are a million times more healing to the person that's receiving this message than you can ever even imagine. Wow. And and to receive messages, you know, I, I don't know why I'm saying, you know, I always say I say things for a reason. Um, and, and I don't know why I'm going to share this with you because you didn't even ask me to share a story with you. And I never share this. So wow. maybe there is someone listening that needs to hear this. Okay. I remember doing a live show and there was a woman. She had a young daughter. She was 14. And the audience with her and unfortunately she had lost her dad and the father kept coming through and, and he said please tell my daughter stop trying to hurt herself she's cutting herself and i shared it in a very um graceful and discreet way and the mom looked at me and she says i work with uh children that try to harm themselves and my daughter doesn't do that i would see all the signs mm. and um i said i said can you show me your hand your arm and she showed her mom and she said, it's not from the cat mom. She said, I did this to myself. Wow. Yeah. And I received an email a uh, couple of weeks later from the woman saying how it saved her daughter's life and how grateful she was that she had come to the show and how we sometimes don't see things just in our own lives. 
Wow. I mean, that I just got chills because, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, there's so much right that it's just like surface that we don't see. Someone's smiling, someone's happy, you know, or pretending to be happy. They put a show on, whatever it may be. And wow, they came through to tell you that. Wow. To say that. And, but, but then you can look at the other side of the coin of, say, someone's a nurse and they didn't see the signs of a heart attack and maybe their, their dad passed and saying, I've saved all these other people, but I couldn't save my own, my own loved one. There are certain things that we're not meant to save or do here in the physical world. Right. And wow. that sometimes is a hard message to, to hear. Yeah, but it's so interesting. Um, you ha- you are so protected. There I is am? just energy all around, and th- there was a a mother energy when we first when we first walked because I I as soon as we came in there was a mother energy that stepped forward. So for me, a mom could be a mom, grandmother, mother in law, and aunt, someone like a mother to you. And I just see like um, that my my I, I heard my symbol of like thickest thieves. Like we love to do so many amazing things together. So oh, me tear I up. don't know who the mom energy is for you. That's the point. I don't like I, I but she had to pass before your girls were born. Is that correct? Yeah. Because she said, please tell her that I do know of the girls and I held the souls before coming here into the physical world. Oh my gosh. I yeah. So did you name one of your children after her or form of a name or a middle name? Uh, first name. My first daughter. To validate that she held her soul before coming here into the physical world. Mm-hmm. Did somebody also lose a child or have a miscarriage? That's a good question. Um, not in, not thank God in myself personally. I don't know as far as other family. Um, Just know when spirit shows me they when they hold a blanket, mm-hmm. that's my symbol for child that was lost mm-hmm. and that the soul is safe on the other side. Okay. And also child getting ready to come here into the physical world. So I always say to people, if you do not wish to have children and you are sexually active, <laughs> they will have a precaution. That's so funny. I'm not a medical expert, but I do know that it's coming. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, I got chills when you were saying it because I know exactly who you are. Um, talking about and you're spot on when you say the mother energy and um when you said thick as thieves I really I got I just got like chills and tingles all around because um I always feel like um like we were literally attached to the soul like when she passed um I literally felt my heart hurt and it hurt for like over a year and I felt wow an actual ripping and I remember telling people that and people looking at me like I was kind of crazy that I could actually physically feel this like ripping but I did yeah I did it's like it's like a part of your soul died the day she died yes that's exactly how I felt and and for years I felt that way Mm -hmm. but she just told me that did you have a dream of her I've had I've had recently some I don't dream of my loved ones that have died really so, and I share that because people think that I do. So she showed me the visitation. She goes, I even showed her that I was okay. I showed her that I wasn't suffering, that I was at peace and, and I was watching over. Uh, that was one of the first dreams when I first uh, <gasps> opened up. i like back in um, 2013 when she passed because wow. I was just crying all the time. And I was Wait, so. Wait, that's interesting. Because yeah. you said she passed in 2013. I felt like she just died. But that's how you feel. See, spirit mm-hmm. makes me feel how you feel. 
but still, even though it's some time, you still feel as if she just left. Oh, I do. A hundred percent. Yeah. All the, all the time. I feel like it just happened and it blows my mind that it was 2013 and, you know, um, it's, do you see her in the house? Because I keep seeing the shadow behind you. So that's you, that's how I see the souls of the departed. But I also just saw, she just put me in the hallway where I saw like three bedrooms and a bathroom and I could see the shadow. So no, like if you think you see something, you know, say you see something go by and you're like, there's nothing there. Know that that's her. Wow. Oh my gosh. That so we, I actually experienced that the other night and I was just thinking <gasps> to myself like, what did I just, but I was like, oh, I'm just exhausted. I'm tired. I'm delirious. Like I just, you know, but that's what we do. <laughs> that, that's what we do. We make up excuses. And that's why when your girls, if they talk about someone in the room, imaginary friends, or you're talking to them and they're like looking beyond you or staring at a corner, they're usually staring at the souls because they can sense and feel things. They don't make up excuses of why, like we make up excuses why we see things, right? right. She also had me write down that you smell her and she showed me gardenias. So that's my symbol for that. You have to smell things that remind you of her and there's no reason why you would smell it at that moment right yes and I actually the other night I was just like cleaning out my bathroom and I found her like bottle of perfume that I've always kept and I smelled it and I was telling my husband I'm like I won't throw this away because it was hers and I every time I smell it it brings back like all that see so these are the moments Allie that I love because it's validating that when spirit talks about that, her soul was with you at that exact moment. Validating that that bond hasn't been broken, will never be broken, and that we still have that connection. And I, I don't, I don't need people to believe in quote unquote me or what I do. I want them to believe in themselves and an afterlife, yeah. and that those things that go on. She does talk though about a piece of jewelry. Really. Did you want a piece of jewelry or is there something that you wanted of hers that you didn't get or that you would have liked to have had? Well, I have a lot of her jewelry. So this uh, ring is actually um, hers. Okay, and look at this. Look at what, look at what I wrote. I wrote it at the top right up here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually hers. You did. This is actually hers. And um, she replaced it when I was 18 with Tanzanite because oh. this was um, had her oh. diamond in it. And so she replaced it with Tanzanite from one of my favorite stones. Um, and this was her um, engagement ring and her wedding band. And so wow. I wear this, you know, every single day. I never take it off so much so that it's now, like, you know, bending. And I have to be really careful because it's, you know, I always wear it. Oh, my God. Um, but I wear a lot of her jewelry. Um, mm -hmm. It's funny what you said about something I wanted. I did want um, one of her um, watches, but she gave it to someone else in the family. And um, I remember saying to my mom, like, I would have liked to have had that or have had that to give to the girls. And she was like, well, she wanted you to have, like, her rings and she wanted you to have, right. like, other things. So it's funny that you say that because, I don't know, there was something about because she always wore the watch and it was just, like, the way mm -hmm. I pictured her and how it was always on her. I think that's why I wanted it. I don't really wear watches, so it wasn't something mm -hmm. that, like, you know what I mean? Um, right, but, but I love how she had me write ring yeah. and then say, because people could say, oh, of course I have her ring or of course I have right. that jewelry. But then to say, but you wanted something that you didn't get or you didn't receive. Validating when spirit has me say that it's the thought of just wanting something means as if we actually have it. Mm. So interesting. <laughs> She's wow. funny though. She's like, she was not expecting this, Teresa. She was not expecting me to come come through. She thought maybe, she says, and just tell her how fabulous my hair looks and how young I look. 
<laughs> yep, that's yep, that's her. Oh my gosh, that's personality. So funny. I, I love when spirit shows their personality because again, nobody knows your loved one's personality but you. You only know that. Right. And I love that to validate that they're not that they are okay, that they are at peace. Was she bedridden in the end or couldn't walk around well? Because she started jumping up and down. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was one of the hardest things for my mom and I and especially oh. her sister and everything for us to see. Because she was such, even at the end of her life, she was like such a, you know, sprite and just mm -hmm. loved life and would, you know, was dancing, you know, a few days before. And like she would just move around and everyone when they would see her would say she's such light she has so much energy there's so much to her all the time so it was so hard for all of us to see her to like go through that at the end because it was like oh my gosh like you always moved around like I right. the last few days I sat with her and I did her makeup for her because she was always how you said about her hair like always had her hair done oh. and you know blown out and fabulous and sprayed with so much hairspray so it stayed perfectly when she would I lay down and go to sleep <laughs> I was like, you, you understand, you know, she'd lay down on the pillow and would just, you know, her pillow would smell like so much hairspray because, you know, the hair would just be like perfectly sitting oh up and she'd do her makeup fabulous and all of that. And so I would sit, you know, the last few days she asked me to sit oh. with her and do, you yeah. know, her face and get oh, her wow. together because she wanted to still look, you know, mm -hmm. beautiful and be put together because she always was that way. I love, again, validating that that's how she wants you to remember her. And by jumping up and down validates that they can, the soul can move freely. That when a soul leaves the physical body, they leave behind every and any disability or ailment. They do not take it with them on the other side. And they're not a part of that physical body. And I think um, I try to express that even more now, especially with COVID, because a lot of people weren't able to be with their loved ones at the time of their death. And I think that it's important or they weren't able to lay their loved ones to rest the way that maybe their loved one wanted to or the way yeah. that we wanted to. And for years, spirit has always said what we do with their physical body is for us. It's they're not a part of it. And I never want to be rude and say they don't care because they're not a part of it. That's for us. Right. So that we find that way. But by just thinking of them um, and including them in our everyday thoughts, prayers, things that we do, if we just think of them, that is the best way that we can honor our loved ones. Wow, I love that. Oh my gosh, I got so teary-eyed because, yeah, it's funny. I was thinking to myself, and especially obviously when you reached out to me, your team said, you know, to come on. I was wondering that. I was like, I wonder if she'll come through. I wonder if anyone else will come through. Like, of course, knowing your gifts and everything, yeah. I was like, but I was like, well, maybe she will, but maybe she won't because she does, you know, come through quite often. And I oh. also get like numbers from her and experiences that I notice that like are definitely her mm -hmm. coming through to me, you know, directly. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I, I love that she did and she chose to, to share with you. That's awesome. Yeah. And when you mentioned, I have to ask, you mentioned about baby, I don't know about miscarriage. I'm going to have to kind of ask around my family and see if anybody um, resonates with that. I'm sure someone well, does. Well, it be a miscarriage termination, you know, right. the soul that didn't get the opportunity to walk here in the Right. World. Yeah. I just don't know, of course, within my own family, but of course, like, as you know, too, is how you were saying before, like, there's so much we don't speak of that we don't feel we can share that maybe exactly. now with the mm -hmm. pandemic and everything else, we're stepping into a more vulnerable right. time where we are sharing more. So maybe I can find out in my family yes. if it's someone it resonates with. But you talked about a baby coming in. Were you referring mm -hmm. to, to me? Could be. I don't Interesting. know. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> and, and I always say this. When spirit talks about things, uh, possibly about a baby coming here in the physical world, it doesn't mean that we have to or that we should. Sure. I never want spirit's messages to tell – to 
um, tell us what we should or shouldn't do. Simply it's just to validate that there are part of these decisions, choices, what we're thinking about doing, wanting to do, and that they know about it. Right. These are our free will choices. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's, be that's beautifully said. Remember. And I'm, I'm very, very adamant about that. You know, um, even if spirit brings up, oh, you were going to get a tattoo in memory of me. That doesn't mean that, you know, you run and get the tattoo tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because sometimes I think that that's where people get confused on things, what I do, what maybe a psychic might do. And I would say I want spirit to bring up these things to validate that they're a part of your life. Right. That's it. What you choose to do is your own free will choice. Well, don't use the excuse. Right. I was just going to say, when you, right, right. What I was going to say, you just beautifully said that about free will, right? Like we all have yeah. free will, whether we choose good things or not. So great things. And, right. and you're right. The spirit is there to give you that gift to let you know they're a part of it. They're seeing it, they're experiencing it so that you're not feeling like they're not getting to, you know, when you were just saying about, so it's my grandmother who you're speaking of. Oh, okay. And, um, she was my very best friend, literally on this earth. Um, my mom's mom. And when you said thick as thieves, that's been said in my family before about us. Wow. Yeah. My wow. my aunt, who is still um, alive um, right now, her sister, um, who uh -huh. they were also thick as thieves, she always said that about her and I as well and our relationship and how close we were. And she would say, I never saw anything like it, the relationship wow. you and her had. It was something truly, you know, special and just and – and it was. I mean – I love my mom, but my, my grandmother, my mom's mom, you know, yeah. everyone, everyone that's listening knows I called her Dodo. That was her pet name. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That was like my, I, I, you know, I couldn't, for, you know, I couldn't say grandma and Dodo came out. And of course my parents thought that it was cute and then it stuck, you know, <laughs> and for, for my poor grandma, you know, took it on so lovingly. And then everyone, like her 13 grandchildren took on Dodo as well. <laughs> Cause I was hilarious. one of the first. So like I, you know, established, yes. but you know, I mean, our relationship was truly one of a kind. People will ask me to this day, like, you know, wow. what, you know, like, how do you describe it? Because when you talk about her, there's such a fondness. And I'm like, she was my everything. Like, we yeah. did everything together. I would choose to go to her house for a sleepover instead of going to my friend's house. You know, my wow. friends knew we were so close. There was just, mm -hmm. it was just, I mean, I'm getting chilled. I mean, you know, she just was everything I mean she still is you know and I feel that and when you share those things and say those things it's yeah. like wow like I'm, I'm amazed because everything you're sharing is all about her and you know I love what you said about that about gifts Teresa of like you know it coming through as a gift and confirmation this is something I've been trying to work on with my mom and even just my own family because I guess I'm the most open out of them all they yeah. all kind of question spirit they all kind of question, of you know. I, I think that's the thing. Of, of course we question it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it's just, your, your grandmother just said to me, she says, please tell my daughter, meaning your mom, that she did everything that she could for me. I'll tell her. And she also said to me, she goes, Teresa, she says, I died on my terms. She says, I left the, I feel I left the physical world with dignity and grace. I made a lot of my own decisions and choices. She says, and a lot of people, they wanted, I don't know if she stopped a treatment or didn't want to do certain things, but she says, I knew in my heart of hearts when it was time. Yeah, she did. She says, and I want to thank you for releasing my soul here in the physical world. So did someone tell her that it was okay to let go? Wow. Yeah. Um, so when you were saying about treatment, so she had uh, lymphoma and, um, 
she um, did treatments um, up until my um, my wedding um, because I was getting married and she hadn't done them and she was trying to keep them off because she knew for quite a few years and she chose, you know, I'll just keep going because she was a nurse, you know, for a very long time. So she also knew what it could actually do to her body. And so she was very aware um, of the good and bad that came with that. And so she held off the chemotherapy and she didn't do it for quite some time. And then when I got engaged, you know, um, and she just loved my husband and, you know, um, wanted, you know, to be there and be a part of it. And that was something she dreamed of since I was a little girl and something we had talked about with my mom and all of that. When it finally, you know, came and happened and, you know, my husband and I, you know, got engaged and we actually, this, so this is my ring. This was actually my grandmother, Dodo's mom's ring. Wow. And, um, and so, and she, um. You know, and then my husband put the diamond in it, you know, and every that made it his own with wow. the with the family diamond to, you know, um have it be, you know, her heirloom and her mom and everything, and then, you know, him put the ring and setting to make it his own as well. Oh, how special. Yeah, it's so special. And so, you know, when she gave his her blessing and wanted to be there and everything, you know, she was like, I'm gonna be there no matter what. I'm not gonna let this take me down. So that's when she started the chemotherapy and got very intense with the treatments and everything and then I you know I always say like I feel because she passed um right after um I got married and I got married at the end of May um and then she passed in um basically end of February and so I felt like that truly took her because she was doing you know a little bit uh, you know I want to say fine but she wasn't you know what I mean and so and then when you talk about the release um she you know made her peace with um god and you know um a priest came mm-hmm. over and spoke to her beforehand um i think it was like maybe a week beforehand she asked to you know have them come over and sit with her and just kind of make her amends um and so she did that before she passed she as you were talking uh she was playing music for me so did you play music for her or was music a big part of her life music was a big part of her life she played it for us a lot um, I would play different things for her, but she was very much like loved Andrea Bocelli and a lot of the like, you know, operas and really old school, beautiful music. Classics. And she played it classics mm-hmm. and she played it for us a lot, especially my mom and myself. And we would go to, you know, different operas with her back when we would go out in you know, New York City when I was young and go to the Broadway shows. And she loved all of that. And she loved music. Uh, yeah. Do, do you, did someone wonder, well, who was the father figure that's also departed? Oh, so um, that's probably my, well, so now it's both sides. Um, I, I was going to say, so my grandmother's um, husband, um, Ray, he passed actually uh, right during the beginning of COVID. We think he actually might have had it, but we don't, you know, we don't know. Um, and um, then my dad's dad has been passed for quite some time. It's been like almost, I think, 20 years now. And then did someone also lose the brother? Who lost the brother? Hmm. It was like an uncle, or like a younger male that stepped forward with uh, the father figures. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe my maybe my dad's my uncle Harold, um, who was on my. Oh, look at you're gonna look at this. What did I? I, was, I wrote the H, H over here. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, so then maybe that's my dad's side then, um, yeah. because. It's- so what's happening? I just ask souls to bring forward other souls to validate that they're all together. That's Aww. all. So knowing that that they're all together, um, and that now your grandmother passed first prior to her husband. Yes, my 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 grandfather passed literally this past March, right, the beginning of okay, COVID. So just know that her 
just know that her soul was there to greet him. Because mm -hmm. I just had to go, oh, I said, how did you pass? And he, he snapped his fingers at me, which means that it was quick and unexpected. Yep, and he goes, very. and then when I saw my wife, he said, when I saw my wife is when I left. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, they had such a loving relationship and thank you for saying it was quick and 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 everything because it was very it was unexpected i mean he was kind of you know in and out uh just kind of deteriorating but my mom went to see him i didn't get to see him because everything you know going on in the world my mom um is down there in florida and so she went to see him and she said i'll see oh, wow. i'll see you the next morning dad you know for breakfast and then they called her when they were driving home from you know the home that they went to visit him and, and they said he was gone and she was in shock so that might be why it was important for your for him to say when I saw my wife is when I left. Yeah. So know that he wasn't alone. That your mom's soul was there to greet him and to take him home. Yeah, I'll tell my mom that. That's that, that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, and see, this is something I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. I, I want to ask you one thing. I, I sorry to interrupt. No, you, go ahead. Uh, because she, your grandmother keeps showing me this when you were talking about the wedding. She kept showing me her wedding dress. But then I kept seeing pieces of her dress cut, and I didn't know what that meant. So I don't, I, I never had that before. So I always like to share, even though I don't have a meaning for it, to share it with you, because it might have been something, I don't know if you thought about wearing her wedding gown, if you came across the wedding gown, or if there was something that was made into something else from her wedding gown. Wow. Hmm. I do remember us talking about her, her dress. I want to say, I don't know. I don't think we made anything. I know when we did my... It could it could also just be a validation for your mom. It could just okay. be something okay. of, you know, maybe it was a specific conversation that your mom had with her or your, or maybe your grandmother saying, oh my God, I wish I still had my wedding dress so Allie could wear it or there could be a piece of, of, of me with her. You know, it's just, you know, a validation of that they are okay yeah. and more importantly, not wanting us to stop living or feeling guilty about enjoying life even though they're gone. Yeah, no, I love that and <clears throat> getting emotional. But I remember them having those conversations. We talked about my mom's beautiful wedding dress and my grandmother's as well. And we just, we talked about dresses in general. So I'm thinking it's probably just from yeah. those conversations. But she mm -hmm. was there to, like, to help me pick my wedding dress. Like she right. went with my mom and I and we went mm -hmm. to different trunk shows and different boutiques in the city right. and tried on, you know, in New York and tried on. And she was there for the final moment of deciding like, okay, right. this is the dress. Okay, we're right. going to line it. You know, and she being also like so heavy in sewing and fashion, like who inspired uh -huh. that in me. You know, she was like, let's line this. Let's do that. You know, so she was, so there could be also you picking up. She was a big part of your wedding. Yes. Dress. See, yeah. this is why I always say to people, even though I don't have a meaning for it, and I always say this is why I'm good at what I do, because I just, even though it makes no sense to me, it has a meaning for you. And it's up to you to place information on how it fits in your life because yeah. my life experience is very different than yours no one has the same we tend to think that things that we experience we think everyone is like that and it just isn't so yeah so true and and that you know that's what I was saying with like I have feel like I'm the most open that I receive this the most because when I first started really being open and receiving, you know, from her, I was seeing the number 222. I still do, like, every day. I mean, license yeah. plates, clocks, everything everywhere. And it's, and it's like, wow, because that's the day, you know, she passed. And, oh. and, and, and I've been told that, you know, of course, when you add the numbers, like, you know, like, what that means. And then I realized, like, that was the road that we always, like, drove on because, you know, 6 and over 6, all these things. So, mm -hmm. so interesting. But when I tried it, um, 
explain this, like, you know, to like my mom and even my brothers and my dad and my family. And I say like, oh, you know, I, I felt this message or I felt this and I know it was her. And it's not that they don't like believe that it's her or even like my dad's dad. Like it's not that they don't believe that they're around, but it's just so interesting how they don't receive spirit and the message as strongly as I wish they would because I know they'd have such a more of a peace or right. just a, you know, like a, oh, you know, they really are around. They know they're around because they, they know, of course, that that's there, but it's just a different, right. does that make sense? Whereas I actually like yes. feel that they are actually around. Like I actually feel that they are around me, that they spend time with me, that I do believe when you're saying with the girls, I believe the girls absolutely right. see them, especially my toddler. She'll say things out of nowhere. Like we're just mm -hmm. hanging out and she's like, oh, Dodo. And I'm like, what are you talking to Dodo? And she, oh yeah. And she smiles and looks yes. up and just mm -hmm. looks up and I'm like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Listen, this is the thing that I also try to say to people. And maybe if we take this approach, maybe with your family. So when people see numbers, yes, we can get into it with adding and this and the dates, but how about simply that is the soul getting you to notice something. So sometimes it might be you turn the radio on and you hear the old song that you're not playing on purpose. It doesn't have to be about the memory. It's reminding you of them. So it's just that simple validation of she's with me or they're with me at this moment. Hi. And that's it. Yeah. And the reason why signs and symbols, A, come from out of nowhere. And, and you can't also say to someone, listen, I know it's you if I see four butterflies and 10 red cardinals and two hummingbirds by Saturday. <laughs> I know it's you. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Why signs and symbols are so powerful is because... They come when we're least expecting it. And it kind of catches us like, oh, and it kind of brings us right in that moment. And I think a lot of us have a hard time living in that present moment. And that's what spirit reminds us also, be in the moment. Mm. And everyone connects differently, Allie, because that also promotes conversation. So like in my family, it might be like, oh my God, I found a dime today. Or someone might say, I saw two blue jays or I, I smelt gardenias. It's because it promotes conversation amongst okay. us because it's hard to bring up our departed loved ones sometimes people don't know how to do that right so true yeah wow how powerful you're right it's true it's like it's just just take it and know that that's them saying like i'm yeah. here i'm around yeah. right they don't have to get into other things it's just a simple i refer to them as little hellos from heaven Aww. and that's it i love so that if we just kind of make it light that way then it can become and, and you might know that from your own spiritual journey, that it just didn't, you didn't wake up this one day and then all of a sudden be like, oh my God, I got all these signs, these symbols, this means this, this means that. It took time, right? Oh yeah. It's not it something time. that happened overnight. Right. And it's the same thing, you know, let, let that be the first thing of them just maybe knowing and sensing and feeling whatever it is that they feel that reminds them of them. I don't care how crazy it is, how weird, it's not a coincidence. Know that it is the soul saying, hello. I'm with you. That's beautiful. Right a soul saying hello. I'm with you. I love that. It's true though. You're right. And it, and it's funny, right? So many do say like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Or what could you be talking about? Or, yeah. you know, that, that, that can't be. And it's like, like you said, like there's no coincidences. Like it's, right. there's that you're seeing it for a reason. You're being shown it for a reason. And, right. and you're right too. How, when you open up, like the more I have allowed it to come in and the more I've aligned with just being like, I'm open to receiving, I'm right. open to seeing, the more I see over and over and over. Right. 
and and I think people put too much pressure on it also. Like, it's the same thing as like a skeptic. I know when someone, and they're like, oh, what do you do about the skeptic? I'm like, listen, I get it. I'm the first one to say what I do is crazy. <laughs> this is insane. But then I love when they start talking about their own spiritual experience. And I'm like, that's it. You don't have to believe in anything else. Believe in yourself. Believe in the connection. Believe in an afterlife. And that's it. Yeah. I love that. My mother-in-law actually was the first one to really open me up to it. Um, my husband's mom, you know, I, I was really struggling when my grandmother passed and she had, you know, she saw it and she saw how, you know, heavy I was and how much I was struggling. And she took me to my first, you know, medium. And she said, oh, wow. yeah. And she said, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to help you or not, but this right. is something that helped me when I lost my dad and lost, you know, people in right. my life that I really struggle with. And you know, and it was the first time that I started to be open. And when you were talking about that dream yeah. of like her showing that she was okay, that happened shortly after because I was just bawling my eyes out. And one of my friends called me who also has gifts and said to me, you know, um, she's showing me a, a picture of you hysterical crying right now and just like out of control, like convulsing and not able to handle your emotions. And she's trying to tell me like, you know, she's, she's okay. And like, she's trying to tell you that and show you that, yes. but you're not allowing her to, because you're so closed and you're so, so dark. Broken, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like you said, when you're more open and you start to just see it and feel it, and like you said, it'll be like the little hellos. You're like, Oh, yeah. I, I see it more. I receive it more. Right. Just accept it. Just take it for what it is. You don't have to then say, oh, I believe in mediums or you should go to one. I would say going to a medium isn't for everyone. Right. People could love what I do, support what I do, but they might not want to have that experience. Right. So true. I, I think people confuse things too much and put too much pressure and things don't have to be a big deal unless if we make it a big deal. Right. Well, and like, isn't... And isn't also, like you were saying before, with just like how close they are, like our human world and the spiritual world really aren't that far apart. We, no. we think in our minds and because of the physical mm -hmm. and what's in front of us, there's yeah. so much, but they're right there, right? Like literally? Right, right in front of you. Yeah. Right in front of That's you. That's so cool. That's just amazing. embrace it. It's so much, e but it's, it's, it's the old thing. It's so much easier to smile and to be happy than it is to be angry, right? It takes so much more muscles in your face to frown. <laughs> it's just so much easier just to smile, you know? So true. Yeah, it's so true. Wow, that's amazing. So you have your podcast that you were talking about, and obviously you must tap into all this. I mean, I've been checking it out, but what would you want to share? Because it's, it's, it's a newer podcast, right? Right. It, we, I, this is one of the silver linings in the uh, pandemic was that I realized that uh, Zoom was the new phone <laughs> and that I could read people not only uh, in the tri-state area, all over the world. I mean, we had people on the podcast from uh, Hong Kong, Australia, just all over being able to, for me to be able to share the gift and so their, cool. their loved ones with them. And um the thing that I love about the podcast is also is that we just also talk about ways to celebrate, honor our loved ones. And just by listening, I think, you know, it's hard for people to imagine what it must be like for me. People are like, what is it like? And, you know, I'm like, I can't even describe it. But I think for even myself, when I listen to the podcast, it's like I could visualize and feel things. And I think that also helps people open up. Mm. Um, on their own terms by listening to these messages because you're not seeing the person's reaction, right? Right. It's so different from television. You're listening, 
you're feeling it. You're feeling these emotions. Even when spirit has me say something and someone doesn't respond, it's so interesting on what you feel in that moment. And I think it kind of gives people permission to open up in their own safe space on their own terms. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And congrats for that. And I love that you did that because I mean, there's so many that you can reach and podcasts are so much fun and it opens a whole new world of, you know, conversation and vulnerability and openness. And like you said, it's so different than TV where there is a little bit more of this, you know, wall and obviously different boundaries. And, you know, I feel like podcasts really just kind of open it all up really is it's almost like it, I almost find like people aren't afraid of their emotions as much right yeah it's really just like I feel like I mean this is the first time I'm meeting you and I feel like I'm like sitting like in my dressing room chatting with my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that like, yes it's just it's just the way that it is and I, I think that's the thing that I because I didn't just like most people didn't discover podcasts right. until the pandemic yes and I think that it's just such a different side that we're able to I'm going to use the word vulnerable Mm -hmm. where we're we're allowing ourselves to feel and to really kind of be and be lost in that moment of whether we're on the treadmill or cleaning or just laying in bed. You know, sometimes after I meditate, like I was like, Oh, let me listen to a podcast. (laughs) I do the same thing. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And I love that you said that about being vulnerable too, because you're right. It's like we allow ourselves to feel more and to experience more versus just kind of like listening and maybe being told to when you're watching something on TV, like you're actually experiencing it. And of course with your podcast, you're a part of that and feeling the spirit and what you're sharing and all Mm -hmm. the things that are coming through, whether it's for that person or not, I'm sure it's still Mm -hmm. received to someone else that's listening, you know, just to encourage them, like you said, to, to trust within. Absolutely, because people say it all the time, especially when they come to my live shows, they'll say, I didn't know what to expect when I went there. And I personally didn't get read, but what I witnessed was absolutely life-changing. And then people will go on to say, and then I realized that there were other people that needed to hear from their loved ones more than I. Wow. Yeah. And there's something interesting also about podcasts that I've learned um, is I think we're such a culture sometimes of where, where that we judge people right mm-hmm. on, on their appearance mm-hmm. or uh, how their body language or and that's what I love about a podcast because you're just feeling the emotion you're right not letting anything else kind of taint or destroy what you think or feel right right wow so true yeah it's just so coming true. through it's raw emotion right there's no there's no real filter because yeah. then, because then the conversation stops, right? Like you're actually just right. in flow and you're being open right. and being vulnerable. Wow. Right. Such a or good point. Saying, oh my God. Why is she wearing that? I would never wear those shoes with that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we get so distracted by other things, but no matter what podcast you listen to, you're just in that moment. Yeah. And I think that's such a huge lesson and something that I, I try to stress to people all the time is. It's so hard to be present. I, I, I struggle with it myself. Oh, yeah. Raising my hand. <laughs> yes. 
be present in the moment. And you know what? The thing also is there are good, I love the moments where I'm like, I'm not being present. I got to be, be more present. And then I like, I, I like pat myself on the back. I'm like, good job. Cause I realized I feel like I'm going to grow in that moment. I'm going to learn. I, I learned. And that's how you learn is when you realize when you have these tough conversations or you're hot on yourself, you realize, you know what? I'm not being in the moment. I'm not being, I could have been nicer to that person in the store. Right. 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 Wow, so true. And, and I think all these little things are really helps us to be present. And we're never going to be perfect. Right. No, but there is no such thing as perfect. And we're going to say things, we're going to do things, and we're not going to be okay. But realizing that this happens to everyone. But the difference is on how we can make a difference is just always trying to be better for ourselves. Right. And don't you feel like so much of this time again, like silver lining kind of forced yeah. us all to like go within and do that. And yes. what you're saying of that work of like, mm-hmm. you know, being content with self and working on yourself so that you, you know, yep. essentially are putting out more, you know, goodness and, and, you know, good vibes to everyone else and yes. helping everyone out. You know, I definitely have experienced that of just like yeah. so much inner work in this time. And I don't think I would have, like you said, we're distracted, right? Like, I don't think I would have right. had the time to actually right. like, sit there and be like, I'm going to meditate more and I'm going to journal more. Yes. And I'm going to be intentional. And now no matter what changes, like now I'm like, no, I have to stick to this. And like you said, find those moments of being present. Right. Yeah. And, and, and also realize that, all right. So if you're not meditating as much as you used to, at least it's better than nothing. If you're yeah, only meditating true. three times a week, well, you know what? It's better than nothing. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. I, I say that I, I was just saying to myself, this morning like I we all get in those moments because things become overwhelming especially now with things trying to get back to normal right for me anyway like I know like I'm like taking on so many things and I'm just like oh my god like there's not enough time this is and then I'm like all right you gotta take a step back you have to breathe and (laughs) it'll get done right exactly it'll get done take one thing at a time yeah no you're right we, we all lose it you know but it's good of you also, I think, to share that, Teresa, because obviously being who you are, you know, you know, with your show and an author and all the things that you do, that like you also are just another, you know, soul in this experience. And mm-hmm. I think others hearing that about you and you sharing your vulnerabilities and, and being like, hey, like I have those moments where it's hard too. It's hard for me to find being present. Sure. It helps others to know like, okay, we're all, we all go through this. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. We're all all the same. (laughs) Wow. Well, I can, I mean, I already knew you were such a gift, but to get to experience you today and sit with you and chat with you, I mean, truly, this has just been like, oh my gosh. And what you shared with, you know, my family and my grandmother coming through and just even knowing that, you know, my grandfather and everyone else that came through to know they're also all together. You know, it's something you say all the time and I'm getting like so choked up, but it's something you say all the time, right? With family, you're like, oh, they're all together. They're, you know, they're all, you know, happy and enjoying. Like we joke, oh, they're having cake. Oh, they're doing this. Or yes. but, but to hear that, you know, and to have that validation, it's yes. like so special. It's different. It's just a, it's a, it's just a validation. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all you shared. Obviously, I'm most people know how to find you, but will you and all be in the show notes? But will you, of course, plug yourself, pimp yourself out, tell us where to find you, your amazing, you know, your book that you released during the pandemic, your beautiful new podcast, all of that. Thank you again for being on and sharing your gift. Well, thank you for sharing me with your listeners. And I consider it such an honor and a privilege to do what I do and to be able to come on and just feel like we're talking to my girlfriend was just fabulous. So 
Um, Thank you. It was amazing. I had so much fun with you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Yes. And they can find you, of course, at everything Teresa Caputo, right? Very simple. Teresa Caputo, uh, T-H-E-R-E-S-A-C-A-P-U-T-O, dot com. You can look on my website. Anything you want to know, you can find it on my website, Instagram, Facebook. Oh, and the other thing is I don't reach out to people uh, asking you for money for reading. So if anyone <laughs> does that, it is not me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like a trend right now. Like every like known person I know in the spiritual oh. space, they're like creating these horrible. And I'm like, no, don't do that. It's, 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 it's been for years and it's just, it's, it's sad. Yeah. But you know, just people just, just be aware, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I always say just find out anything you want through my, through my website and, um, my, my podcast, Hey Spirit. And if you, want to be a guest on hey spirit uh all you got to do is call into the hotline i love the name of it hey spirit so fun yeah because that's just me hey (laughs) (laughs) totally just you your personality i love it it's amazing yeah and then of course all your social they can follow you and then the book is it every pretty much anywhere you can find a book yeah um my my latest book uh that i just came out during the pandemic is is called good morning m-o-u-r-n-i-n-g um, if you are struggling with grief, um, I, the book before that was good grief okay. and it talks about all the steps of healing and grieving and how you might not be going through those. That book gives you the permission to grieve on your own. So mm, beautiful. I, I love, love how that, but I mean, and to, for you to share your story, um, means the world to me because I know what I do helps people and changes people's lives. But to hear it from someone is completely different on how, because they embraced my gift, they allowed spirit to deliver these messages and they accepted and placed it in their life on how it did change their life for the better. That is why I do what I do. So yeah, that's that amazing. Well, to me that, that, that you shared that with me. So well, thank this, your family. Yes, I will say, well, this even today with me was just like such validation and just so much, you know, my heart. I'm like, wow, like I, you know, you know so much of it, but like you said, it's just, it's such a gift to be able to receive it. And like I told you at the beginning of the show, my aunt and my cousin were just beyond blown away by you and received your gift and still remember it. And, you know, they wholeheartedly not only help with healing, especially with, you know, my aunt, but just also they they remember that beautiful memory and they, they remember every moment, you know, so just know, you know, your gift really is just incredible so thank you Teresa for being on it was such a pleasure and guys I hope you enjoyed this episode make sure you screenshot it and tag Teresa and myself on social and let anyone know that they can tap into their gifts and like Teresa said you can tap into you and that's where you'll find your spirit thank you guys till next time bye thank you so much bye bye thanks for listening to everything with Allie Levine If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.